Hey everyone. Um, welcome to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. My name is Jamie Schaefer and I am your host. Um, I need to apologize a little bit for the whole tardiness of my podcast this week. Typically, we like to have it out on Monday, and it is now Friday. Um, The week was kind of a weird week um, where my husband was home on Monday, and you guys all know we both use the same room that I use to record in, and he uses it as the man cave, so he typically wins with the man cave. Um... (laughs) And um, Wednesday, we had whatever tropical storm came through here, came through, and it was like a crazy weather day. Um, And I got home from church that night. Thank God it had stopped being a crazy rain day, but um, just was tired. I've been tired this week. Um, I'll explain why a little bit later, but we are, um, but there's my excuses for the week. And so hopefully this gets recorded today and, um, next week I want to record no later than Wednesday, hopefully. And if it is later than Wednesday, oh, well, it's been, it's kind of a crazy time of year. So, um, Anyway, we have been in uh, in Galatians chapter 5 and talking about the fruits of the Spirit. Um, so let's get there. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 23. But the spiritual nature produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are no laws against things like that. And that is the God's word translation. Um, So today I want to talk about kindness and goodness. Um, I feel as though they work hand in hand. And when I think of a kind person, I think of all of the good that they have done in my life. Being kind and being good have a lot of the same benefits. So um, we're going to give definitions to both, um, look at those definitions, and then kind of look and compare them. So let's talk about kindness first. The definition of kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Um, Have you ever been in the presence of someone who has been kind to others? Let me read a verse from Romans. Romans chapter 11 verse 6 says, If they were chosen by God's kindness, they weren't chosen because of anything they did. Otherwise, God's kindness wouldn't be kindness. When we do acts of kindness, it is not because of anything that the other person has done for us, but out of wanting to do something for them just because it's the right thing to do. Um, Jesus made the biggest act of kindness that anyone could ever do for another person. He died for our sins. 
Um, He didn't have to do that. In fact, he didn't at all deserve to die for our sins. Um, He decided to do that. So um, it was an act of kindness. And we could never do anything for him to deserve that act of kindness. Like we couldn't do anything for that. We We didn't deserve that at all. He did it simply because he loves us. Because of this kindness, we need to do acts of kindness for others and not expect anything in return. Um, I want to remind us that we definitely could never return the kindness that Jesus did for us. And honestly, we need to remember that and stop keeping score. So um, just because we do something for someone else does not mean that they need to repay us in any way. We need to be kind simply because Jesus was kind to us. So stop keeping score. Stop expecting to be repaid. Um, in 1 Corinthians chapter, first, chapter 15, verse 10 says, But God's kindness made me what I am, and that kindness was not wasted on me. Instead, I worked harder than all the others. It was not I who did it, but God's kindness was with me. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, it says, God saved you through faith as an act of kindness. You had nothing to do with it. Being saved is a gift from God. And in Romans chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Do you have contempt for God, who is very kind to you, puts up with you, and deals patiently with you? Don't you realize that it is God's kindness that is trying to lead you to him and change the way you think and act? God has been very kind and patient with us by accepting all of our imperfections. He has been very kind to us by forgiving all of our sins. He has shown us mercy out of kindness. He desperately wants us to lead the best life, and he is the only way to do so. But he knows that we are going to mess up, and he is kind enough to not keep score. You guys, do you realize, like, this whole keeping score thing is so drain. Like, it's draining. Why, why would you... Why would you do it? Like, why would you continue to keep score on what people do for you and what you've done for them? Because you know what, you guys? Like, (laughs) um, if God kept score on us, I'm not even going to go there. Um, He doesn't keep score. Thank you, Jesus, for not keeping score. Um, We need to be kind and do the same with one another. He wants to help us to change the way that we treat one another, but he knows that is going to take time. He is kind enough to be patient with us while we grow and change. So let's show that same kindness to one another without keeping score. Also, Let's be kind to ourselves. We have so many voices telling us so many things. They are outside and inside voices. 
And I believe it starts with an outside voice that is unkind. And then the enemy feeds off of that voice and starts to change the voice in our head. That voice starts to lie to us. Instead of telling us positive things, it starts to feed off of the imperfections that we know that we have and magnifies them. And before we know it, we are believing the lies of the voice in our head. When our inside voice is unkind, then our outside voice toward others starts to do the same thing. Um, I believe in the following statement, hurt people hurt people. Um, Pastor Shane said that once in a sermon and it resonated with me. Um, I speak these last few statements from my own experience. Um, My inside voice spoke lies to me for many, many years. I'm going to say since about nine or ten years old. And then the true bullying started around 10 or 11 years old. And I had a couple of kids sit around me all day telling me lies about me. Um, It was cruelty at its finest. It wasn't until I was an adult that the cruelty turned me bitter and overtook my own kindness. Um, Don't get me wrong. I could still be kind, but I was definitely a hurt person. Um, I have seen it in so many people. They are so hurt that they don't know how to be kind anymore. Bitterness has such deep roots in them. And I have also seen these same people change. Um, I am one of those people. The only thing that can change this deep bitterness is the kindness of Jesus. He sees our hurts and remains kind. He shows true kindness. He grabs the bitterness by the roots and yanks it out of our hearts and minds. True kindness. We need to surround ourselves with positivity. And then we need to tell ourselves that we love us. Look yourself straight in the mirror each day and say, I love you. I've done this exercise and it works wonders. Um, I took a, I took a 90 day breakthrough, um, class with, um, with a girl that I knew who she, um, she's not a nutritionist. She's a, uh, She's a life coach. I'm sorry, a life coach. It's been a long week, you guys. Um, She's a life coach. And she had us do that exercise where you would go every single morning for an entire week um, or longer (laughs) and look yourself straight in the mirror, straight in the eye each day and say, I love you. Um, That is probably the kindest thing that we can say to ourselves and then remind ourselves that we are a child of God. You are a child of God. So be kind to yourself. 
Um, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I get back, we are going to talk a little bit about goodness. Welcome back. Um, Before the break, we were talking about kindness. I want to talk a little bit about goodness. There is a lot of similarity between kindness and goodness. And the definition of goodness is kindly feeling, kindness, generosity. So goodness is kindly feeling, kindness, generosity. Um, Do you notice that the definition sounds familiar? Kindness is actually in the definition as well as generosity. Um, I like the following verse from Hebrews. Uh, It'll be Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. Don't forget to do good things for others and to share what you have with them. These are the kinds of sacrifices that please God. We are supposed to do good things for others. They please God when we do. I remember in August 2019, I volunteered with my church to go to Harrisburg to the Dream Center out there. And we had asked for donations at church for school supplies and backpacks. And we stuffed those backpacks with the donated school supplies and boxed them all up and took them over to the Dream Center. We were there, we were then going to walk um, door to door and hand these backpacks out to anyone who needed them for the school year. And when we arrived at the Dream Center, we realized that some of us would not be walking door to door because there had been families who had heard that we would be coming and were already waiting for us to arrive. The line was very long and we actually almost ran out of backpacks before the line was gone. There were so many kids and it felt good to do good. And I know that God was pleased with us that day. It felt amazing to sacrifice my Saturday morning to do good for someone else. The other thing was that I took Brinley with me and so she was also able to do good for someone else. She helped the other kids pick out the perfect backpack for their school year. And she also prayed over two or three kids as well, making sure that they were going to have a good school year. Once again, we do good things out of generosity and not to expect anything in return. And once again, we do not keep score. Do good for others because God has done so many good things for us. We can't repay all of the good things he has done for us. We never can. So don't expect that from others. (coughs) Excuse me. The thing is that they may never be able to repay us for what we do for them too. Um, So this week... um, It's been a really rough week um, for me emotionally. 
Um, I'm very heartbroken over the things going on in Afghanistan. And um, I just, um, there are some really good people over there who helped our country. And there are women and children who know a certain way of living and are now in extreme danger. Um, And there are Christians over there who are in very extreme danger. And I just felt so incredibly, like, hopeless. Um, Maybe not even hopeless, but helpless, maybe about a better word. It felt like there's nothing I could do to help these people. Um, I was listening to the Glenn Beck program, um, and on Wednesday, and he was talking about how, um, he has the Nazarene fund, um, and, um, he was talking to the gentleman who runs a lot of the, the Nazarene fund helps, um, free people who are being persecuted or are in slavery. Um, and he was talking to the gentleman who usually runs the missions and said, how much, you know, how many people are there that need to be saved? And the man said, um, we're looking at three to 5,000 people. And um, Glenn asked, you know, how much money will it take to get these people out of there? And the gentleman said, three to $4,000 a person. And I've like never heard Glenn Beck be speechless before. Um, he was really taken aback and he said, wow. He said, that is a huge request to make to help people. We'll need $20 million by Friday. So um, he asked the audience to donate money. And instantly I, I like, I couldn't get on the website fast enough. I felt the Lord just screaming at me to give money. And I was going to give a certain amount. And he said, no, I want you to give this amount. So I did. And I instantly felt this like relief um, that I had possibly been helping somebody in danger. Um, He needed the money by today. And, um, he raised 23 million, $23 million. 
and had already had a plane with 300 Christians leaving Afghanistan. Um, Lots of people gave out of the goodness of their heart, out of goodness and kindness. Um, It's kind of another reason why this podcast is a little late. I just couldn't bring myself to talk about kindness and goodness at first. Um, But um, I'll never meet the people that I helped, but I'm glad that I was able to help. but that lots of people gave out of goodness and kindness, not expecting anything in return because they will never get anything in return. Um, So we have to just um, stop expecting to receive things. Just stop it. (laughs) Um, I think that it's human nature to just expect that if we do for others, then they will do for us. Um, We have to think more like God. He does good and kind things for us, knowing that we cannot repay him for the ultimate good and kind thing that he would do for us. Sending his son to die for our sins. Knowing that we would continue to sin. Knowing that his son would die for someone's sins who would never accept that he had done this. How do you repay someone who does that act? Like, you can't. Um, Since we can't repay him, then we should not expect repayment for our acts of kindness and goodness. It's another reason. Another reason to not expect payment is this. Someone may do an act of kindness or goodness for you, and you may never be able to repay that person. Do you understand that? Um, It's kind of part of the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated, okay? Someone may do an act of kindness or goodness for you, and you may never be able to repay that person. How would you feel if this person held that act over your head for forever? How would you feel if they expected repayment? The other thing is this, is it an act of kindness or goodness if repayment is expected? Isn't that a loan? (laughs) I mean, somebody can give you a loan out of an act of kindness, but, um, you know, it's nice of them to do that. But I think that the, the act of, of kindness or goodness is not respect is not expecting that to be like returned to you (laughs) so being kind and good should be a free transaction Um, God wants us to be these two things he included them in the fruits of the spirit so they are expected of us Let's start to hand out free acts of kindness and goodness. And if we are holding on to any acts of kindness and goodness loans, then let's forgive those loans today. Let's stop keeping score as of today.
like one of the people who donated money this week, you guys called in and she said, um, I don't have a lot of money and I've been saving this $20 to buy a new pair of shoes. But the Lord said, please donate this $20 and I will take care of your shoes. Guys, that, that is an act of kindness and goodness. I'm sure she's hoping for new shoes. Um, Glenn Beck was going to try and find her information and take care of her shoes. But she gave to somebody who needed the money more than she did. That's an act of kindness. That's an act of goodness. She's honestly not expecting repayment. Let's remember that Jesus did the ultimate act of kindness and goodness and that we could never repay him for that act. So let's not expect others to repay our acts. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for all of your kindness and goodness. Thank you for dying for my sins, even though you knew that I could never repay you. Please help me to stop keeping score and expecting repayment for all of the good things that I've done for them. I want to be kind and good because it is what you want me to do. And I want to be more like you every day. Thank you for always loving me for me, imperfections and all. Thank you for helping me grow in you each and every day in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I hope that... You have a great weekend and be blessed.